You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. It promises that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. A very happy Veterans Day to uh, you servicemen and families of servicemen out there. we got lots to talk about this hour, and you can come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question by calling 877-726-8255. That number is also available to you 24-7-365 throughout the week. If a question should occur to you, call 877-726-8255 and record your question. We'll We'll take some of those recorded questions momentarily. Uh, talking to Dr. Robert Roundtree earlier about uh, ways to forestall brain deterioration it has to do with many factors, including uh, concussions, traumatic brain injury, uh, hastens inflammation in the brain, but also there are many insults to the brain, including uh, poor diet, uh, blood sugar problems that damage the brain. Uh, there's microbiome factors, uh, toxins from the gastrointestinal tract may uh, cross the blood-brain barrier, creating problems. Uh, and uh, there's also the effect of chronic stress. Uh, on and on it goes, but a, a little recognized component of cognitive decline is traffic-related air pollution. And, you know, we're on a, a very, very important campaign to limit our carbon footprints and to reduce uh, the kind of pollution that could hasten climate change. But uh, prior to our appreciation of the problem of climate change, we're concerned about our environments. Uh, I grew up in Southern California in the Los Angeles basin, and they were routine smog alerts. And I remember as a kid running around outside playing and sometimes experiencing chest pressure from the bad air. And you could see it. You could see this pall of uh, orange-gray smoke that had descended uh, to the horizon. And you recognize that you were breathing in some really bad stuff. So there's articles that look at the effects on the lungs. There are articles that look at the effects on the heart. Uh, but now uh, there's new evidence that traffic-related air pollution can increase the risk of dementia. Uh, there's a thing called 
the 2.5 micron particulate matter, what are called PM2.5s, they are tiny pollutant particles uh, which are suspended in the air. They're not the kind of things where, you know, I clean up my windowsill routinely here in New York City because they're soot. But these particles are even smaller than visible soot. Uh, they're suspended in the air. They're invisible. And uh, they looked in this review at 17 different studies. And what they found is that people who did not develop dementia had a lower average daily exposure to fine particulate matter, specifically PM 2.5 particles, than people who did have dementia. So the researchers conclude that the risk of dementia increased by 3% for every one microgram per cubic meter increase of fine particulate matter exposure. And in science, this is what's called a dose response. And the dose response could be the more you take of, I don't know, certain vitamin or certain medication, the better off you are. But also it has to do with toxicity. And so when you get a dose response curve, like the more you get, (laughs) the worse off you are. Uh, that is pretty conclusive evidence of an effect. So uh, there you have it. Uh, you know, one of the things that we need to push back against is good old-fashioned environmental pollution. Whether or not you agree with uh, the the conclusion that we need to uh, go to a carbon-neutral environment for purposes of climate change, we really do need to pay attention to environmental pollution which has a very deleterious effect on all parts of our body, and in particular our brains. 877-726-8255, our number. That number available 24-7, 365. So let's hear one of our recorded questions. Would you speak to whether or not you can do something with a collapsed bladder? If you're on a catheter, is there any hope of getting off? Thank you. Okay, so what we're talking about here, the medical term for this is what's called an atonic bladder, which has lost the ability to contract normally uh, to uh, promote urination. So basically, it's like a flabby bag that has no, virtually no muscular control anymore. And this is, uh, you know, an increasing problem as people age, you know, maybe due to certain uh, medical conditions, various, you know, diseases, uh, but it's also just a consequence of aging and so uh people who have an atonic bladder uh they no longer respond to the medication that can sometimes promote normal urination because the muscles are essentially non-responsive so what they have to resort to is putting in a catheter to void and if they don't uh there's the danger that the bladder could swell and then exceed its capacity and then there could be a backflow of urine into the kidneys and that could cause a very life-threatening problem like called uh, uh, nephritis you know which is like damage to the kidneys uh, or even a systemic infection that's very hard to treat and could be life-threatening so uh, people who have this condition are you know they're consigned to using catheters on a regular basis. And catheters are a problem because, you know, they have to be used sterilely. They have to be, uh, you know, not kept in for a long time because the longer they're kept in, the more likely uh, bacteria can creep up the catheter and go into the bladder. So this is a concern. It puts people at risk for infection. 
but it's the only way around this problem now. And there may be hope in some new technology that works a little bit like a pacemaker for the heart, but for the bladder. And it could be either an external stimulator or an implantable stimulator that literally is kind of a pacemaker for the bladder that senses uh, increasing volume of urine in your bladder and then uh, responds uh, by promoting a signal that's going to make you urinate normally, kind of like electrical stimulation to the muscles in the bladder. But they haven't worked out the technology for that, and it may be far off before these devices uh, really uh, are available for prime time. So unfortunately, uh, it's necessary to use the catheter, you know, as annoying as that is, uh, to you know, essentially safeguard you from, you know, serious problems. It's, it's a problem, but unfortunately, you know, it's Millions of Americans are reliant on catheters. I just saw one of our patients who's very high functioning and very well in other respects. He's not frail or debilitated. He just has, for one reason or another, he's developed an atonic bladder. And he's resigned to the fact that he needs to catheterize on a regular basis uh, to uh, eliminate urine. That's just part of his daily routine. And uh, it can be done safely uh, and prudently if uh, you get the proper guidance 877-726-8255 are a number and uh, this is an item from uh, the UK urgent safety alert after fake weight loss jabs leave Brits in comas the, the demand is so great for these weight loss drugs that uh, the British government has warned that they're counterfeit drugs on the black market, which are extremely dangerous. Uh, they say that uh, UK citizens should avoid buying pre-filled pens claiming to make, contain Ozempic or, or something called Saxenda, which is another semaglutide, without a prescription. Uh, because there's such a demand for these things, and they're hard to get, that... Um, there's a brisk black market where you don't even need a prescription. You just get them. The agency has seized 369 counterfeit Ozempic pens since January this year, with a small number of people being hospitalized after using them. Some were left in comas. Some suffered what's called hypoglycemic shock, which can be fatal. Not sure what they put in these things, but it's dangerous. And in Belgium... Just across the English Channel, Belgium plans a temporary ban on the use of Ozempic for weight loss. They're going to reserve the Ozempic supply for true diabetics. So there's such a demand and the shortages are everywhere that Belgium wants to temporarily ban the use of the diabetes drug Ozempic as simply a weight loss treatment amid a shortage of the medication. They say, we've told doctors they must reserve this drug for their patients who have type 2 diabetes, but uh, there's going to be an outright ban on using these drugs for the seemingly cosmetic uh, reason that people want to use lose weight. These drugs are really taken off, and people are trying to get their hands on them, sometimes with disastrous results. 877-726-8255, or number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. 
If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So, score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Wakanaga of America, makers of Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, knows that most of us are having to stretch every dollar a little further these days. But that doesn't mean you should have to choose between saving money and your family's health. It's important, as well as cost-effective, to choose safe and multifunctional nutritional supplements. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been a superior cardiovascular supplement for over 50 years, backed by over 900 published scientific papers. Aged garlic extract has been shown to provide many cardiovascular benefits, including lowering blood pressure and improving arterial stiffness, and strong immune support. Kyolic Formula 103 includes vitamin C, mushrooms, and astragalus for immune and heart health, and Kyolic Formula 152 with omega-3s and vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6 for heart, bone, and immune health. Two excellent options that provide multiple health benefits for your family's health. Look for Kyolic at your local natural health store and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, this item is about sleep, and we recognize the importance of sleep. Uh, inadequate sleep is epidemic. Uh, many of us are short-shrifting our requirement for sleep, and the result is uh, increased appetite, increased food cravings, increased risk for obesity. There's actually a metabolic effect of sleep deprivation, which causes fat to build up in the body, and also higher risk for cardiovascular disease and many ailments uh, associated with sleep deprivation. But here's an item suggesting that sleep deprivation isn't the end-all and be-all of problems associated with sleep irregularity because they say here that sleep regularity, and we'll explain what that is in a moment, is a stronger predictor of mortality risk than sleep duration alone. So in the study, uh, they calculated something called the SRI, the Sleep Regularity Index, from... 10 million hours of accelerometer data in 61,000 UK biobank participants. So there is people wearing these, you know, devices that you sleep with and it tells you whether, you know, when you're sleeping, when you're not sleeping, how much you're sleeping. So it was a matter of the regularity of their bedtime versus wake up. All right. So. You know, they say early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, that's a matter of sleep regularity. I, for one, I'm very regular sleep hours. Uh, last night, I went out to dinner, so I stayed out a little later. The night before, I had a long drive. 
But I was still within an hour of my usual uh, time of going to bed and going to sleep. And I find that I wake up, you know, automatically at a certain time in the morning, even if I'm tired from the day before. So sleep regularity means pretty much going to bed at the same time. It's kind of boring. Getting up at the same time. You know, don't pull an all-nighter. You know, don't party, you know, at a rave all night and then sleep through the rest of the day the next day. Uh, higher sleep regularity was associated with, get this, a 20 to 48% lower risk of all-cause mortality, lower risk of dying. 20 to 48% lower. A 16 to 39% lower risk of cancer. That's unexpected. And a 22 to 57% lower risk of cardiometabolic mortality. That would include heart attack, but also diabetes and stroke. Okay. So, you know, what they conclude here is that uh, it's, it's not so much how much you sleep, although that's important. Uh, it's also about having regular sleep hours. And talking about sleep, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, and sleep, as well as having an impact on temperature and pain control and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection. It's a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, which are rich and bold. The reserve collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve sleep gummies build on their unique reserve collection formula without uh, with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. So wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with reserve sleep gummies, which I take. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. Yes, we really want our Intellers and Medicine users to try it. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection sleep gummies. And while we're talking about uh, brain health, uh, interesting study that looks at supplementation with strawberries for fending off cognitive decline. They gave strawberry powder for 12 weeks to two groups of individuals. Well, one group got, you know, control powder without the strawberries. Uh, what they found was there was diminished what's called memory interference and a reduction in depressive symptoms for the strawberry-treated participants. Strawberries are rich in polyphenols, in ingredients like fisetin, uh, which is a purported anti-aging ingredient, uh, anthocyanins, purple and blue things, uh, which are certainly beneficial for the brain. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. 
Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. If you're looking to maintain peak brain health, I'd like to introduce you to a cutting-edge new brain support formula from my friends at Thorne, Sinequel. If you're recovering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Sinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Sinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Sinequel for Everyday Maintenance and Sinequel Plus which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Sinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. There you'll also find some of my other favorite thorn products. That's drhoffman.com slash thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Sinequel. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number 877-726-8255. And I'll remind you that's available to you 24-7, 365. And you can call that number. And you can record a question as did this person. Let's hear it. I was just diagnosed with hydrocephalus. And not bad. I've had two MRIs. And they both show you know, fluid on the brain. And I'm wondering, before I start going to regular MDs, what I can do for myself so this is, doesn't get worse. I know that can be dangerous, and I value your opinion. Okay, so what is hydrocephalus? Well, it literally means uh, water on the brain, and it can be congenital. It can occur in uh, babies and young children, uh, but it also tends to occur in older individuals, and the reasons may be varied. It could be the result of a brain tumor, or it could be the result of a stroke, or it could be the result of head trauma, or it could just be you know, an age-related loss in the proper circulation in what are called the ventricles, which are the fluid-filled canals in the brain. And so uh, fluid builds up, pressure builds up. This can cause uh, devastating problems. It can literally press against the brain, shrink the brain, uh, you know, cause uh, all kinds of mayhem. And so uh, it, the modern treatment for that is kind of a a new variation on the ancient practice of trepanation, which is, and they, they find like archaeological remains of people with holes in their heads. And what was going on? Maybe they had headaches or maybe they had some form of madness and they thought that they could release the evil spirits. Uh, or maybe they had hydrocephalus. <laughs> it was actually the correct treatment. They opened the head. But unfortunately, if you put a hole in the head uh, and you leave it open, it's a portal for infection. And uh, a brain infection can be very devastating and often fatal. So what they do is to relieve the pressure, they will actually put a little tiny hole in your skull uh, that leads to the ventricle, which is swelling up with uh, the accumulated fluid that's building up pressure. And it's kind of like a pressure release valve that allows the fluid to go out. 
But where does the fluid go? Well, you know, it could go into a little pail, but that would be a portal of entry for bacteria to get into your brain. So what they do is they actually put the uh, other end of the shunt uh, back into your body, uh, somewhere where the fluid can be reabsorbed. So it's a closed system, and it doesn't have any opening to the outside. And that is the only correct treatment. I can't think of any dietary approach, any vitamin or supplement that's going to help this problem, because it really is kind of like a plumbing problem, and the pressure has to be released. And fortunately, a modern surgery can be a save for people who have hydrocephalus, who otherwise would be doomed, because the pressure buildup can uh, ultimately prove very damaging and fatal. All right, uh, 877-726-8255, our number. And in the previous hour, we talked to Dr. Robert Roundtree about a new product that I think is a way to maintain and optimize brain health. Uh, it's a new sponsor that I'm excited to welcome to Intelligent Medicine uh, about a cutting edge new brain support formula for my friends at Thorne. It's called Cinequel. Cine refers to the synapses in the brain. And quell means to reduce inflammation or whatever degenerative process is causing brain damage. If you're suffering from a head injury or play contact sports, you should pay special attention. Cinequel is formulated with the best research nutrients that support healthy brain structure and cognitive function. Cinequel's active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and help protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths. Cinequel for everyday managed maintenance, that would be, you know, ongoing day-to-day -day prevention. And Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of certain nutrients for shorter-term post-impact support. For more information and to purchase Cinequel, just go to drhoffman.com slash thorn. That's spelled T-H-O-R-N-E. There you'll also find some of my other favorite Thorn products. That's drhoffman.com slash thorn for the essential nutritional brain support formula, Cinequel. And a reminder, if you're looking for products that we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine, a good place to go is uh, to our uh, website. Go to drhoffmanstore.com. Uh, there you'll be directed to our full script dispensary where you can find the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. And these are the very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. They're premium supplements. And full script offers fast, free, reliable shipping. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service for our intelligent medicine listeners. So uh, this item has to do with SSRI medications. And it, it, it was the subject of a big article in the New York Times this week. Prevalence of sexual dysfunction among newer antidepressants, i.e. Uh, things like uh, Prozac, and Lexapro, and Zoloft, and Paxil. Uh, these are all what are called SSRIs. Some, some of them are newer ones are SNRIs. They have dual action, but they still uh, contain the SSRI ingredients. So what they say here in this article, and this article is actually old. It's almost 20 years old. They recognize this problem way back when. And I've noticed this problem among my patients, particularly female patients, who have said, quote, 
I would prefer to be depressed rather than experience the sexual side effects associated with whatever, name it, Paxil, Zoloft, Prozac, etc. Because these medications uh, diminish sexual desire and sexual response. And you might say, well, look, the depressed people already, they're not likely to have a normal libido. They're depressed. But there's more to it than that. It appears that beyond the normal effects of depression to begin with, there's a profound effect of these medications biochemically on the pathways that lead to sexual arousal and uh, sexual performance. Uh, some patients, and this is reported on in the Times, experience, quote, numb genitals. They, they say that not only are they experiencing less desire, but they feel like their genitals have been injected with a local anesthetic. There's just no response anymore. And so this is a big problem that's being recognized. And it, it's not a new problem, but it's only now... Uh, really getting the recognition that it needs. Uh, there's also another problem, which I've been hearing about, which is the increased prevalence of something called refractory depression. Now, refractory depression means it doesn't respond to normal psychotherapy, and it doesn't respond to the ordinary medications we use, sometimes referred to as atypical depression, which means that drugs don't help, psychotherapy doesn't help, the usual things don't help. And it's thought that it's simply a matter of, oh, this is really bad depression. We need more powerful drugs than what we've been offering. But the new idea is that it's not just in spite of the medications, the medications aren't strong enough. It may be the very result of long-time use of medications designed to treat depression, but it's almost as if your brain circuitry gets burned out by the use of these medications year in and year out. And I'm very concerned about especially young people using these medications, especially during an important time of brain development and the high prevalence. And it might be as high as a quarter or even a third of young women who take antidepressant medications day in and day out. Uh, this can have a profound effect on not just their libido, but on their ultimate ability to regulate their moods uh, when the medications no longer work for them. And then what's left? Newer, more powerful medications? Well, maybe they'll be experiencing what is termed refractory depression, depression that no longer responds to the usual methods precisely because they've been taking medication for such a long time. And by the way, I, I'm not... Don't get me wrong, I'm not a Scientologist. I'm not someone who's against the use of these medications under all circumstances. I just think they're used too casually and too high a percentage of people who might respond to basic lifestyle interventions, proper diet, the use of certain supplements to increase, say, omega-3s and magnesium in the brain. Those are just a couple of the things that might be helpful. Adequate sleep, uh, exercise is wonderful as a bulwark against depression, uh, and, of course, uh, stress management. Uh, these are some of the things that, you know, because we're so anxious to push a prescription pad that... Uh, get short shrift in the management of people with mood disorders. 
877-726-8255, our number. And Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high flavanol cocoa powder may help prevent cardiovascular disease. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flava Naturals Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium, high-flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanol's benefits and great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, including methyl action. Methyl action contains B vitamins in their active forms, promoting a vital process called methylation, which helps maintain normal homocysteine levels, supporting neurological, cardiovascular, eye, and bone health. Methyl action is a good choice for anyone who wants to support their overall health and well-being. It is especially beneficial for individuals wanting to keep their homocysteine levels within normal range and want to age gracefully. For more information and to order methyl action, just go to drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Methyl action. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. 877-726-8255 is both our number during the program and also during the week where you can record a question. And let's hear one of those. Does decaffeinated iced tea affect your blood pressure in a negative way? Okay. Uh, So let's take a look at that proposition. I mean, uh, I guess the concern is that tea is a source of caffeine. But tea generally contains about one-third the caffeine that coffee contains. And there are actually studies now that suggest that coffee may be beneficial. Coffee, even with its higher caffeine content, the caffeinated kind, uh, may be protective against cardiovascular disease for the most part. Uh, there is a study that has been done looking at teas and their its effect on blood pressure. And generally, tea has been shown to have about a 10% lowering effect on blood pressure. And that's probably not so much due to the, the caffeine or lack thereof. You know, you're here you're talking about decaffeinated iced tea, which if it's decaffeinated, there's not even an issue around the caffeine. There's something about uh, the things like uh, EGCG, the catechins in tea uh, that may help to improve the elasticity of the arteries and thus lower blood pressure. So uh, the Big caveat here is that uh, iced tea is often laced with sugar. And the commercial kinds that you get in the market, in those big vats, uh, tends to be very highly sweetened. And that could be a problem because that causes insulin resistance, helps people put on weight or maintain weight, and that could have a negative effect on blood pressure. So make sure it's decaffeinated iced tea that's without sugar 
and I don't recommend uh, the sugar uh, substitutes with the exception of uh, stevia. Although uh, a recent study that I reviewed, I think it was last week, shows that if you add like eh, you know a teaspoon of sugar uh, to your tea, you know maybe once a day, not you know sixteen cups of tea, uh, does not have an adverse effect on cardiac outcomes. So tea, yeah, go for it. 877-726-8255 or number. And uh, this uh, is something that I want to remind you of because you don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue while at the same time Age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years now, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria. Those are the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and which I regularly recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. They promise us that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it. In studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in academic institutions and in medical practices like mine, you can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Dot com. Check it out. Uh, this item is disconcerting because uh, recently there was uh, uh, kind of a, it's not even a midterm election, but sort of an off-year election. And some of the uh, issues were related to abortion and some of the issues were related to marijuana legalization. And there seems to be a big push to legalize marijuana in this country, which ultimately makes it more accessible. And no, I don't want to criminalize marijuana possession because we don't want to go back to the bad old days when, you know, we put people in jail for possessing a couple of joints. But uh, there is concern because the legalization of marijuana, uh, the consequence of that has been more and more people use a lot of marijuana because it's legal, it's ubiquitous, there's a lot of marijuana shops where you can just buy it. And two new studies have explored the long-term effects of marijuana. And they found a possible link between use of the drug and one's risk for major health events like heart failure and heart attack. This research is about to be presented at the American Heart Association's uh, annual meeting in Philadelphia. One study found that daily use of marijuana, get this, raised the risk of heart failure by 34% compared to people who reported never using it. Uh, So uh, the other study used a nationwide database of hospitalizations to examine how older marijuana users were affected by cardiovascular events during their hospital stays compared to non-marijuana users. Because by now, you know, we've had an entire generation who's been using pot since their teen years, and they're getting older, and they're experiencing health problems. The research found that older people with existing conditions of type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol had a significantly higher risk for a major acute heart or brain event if they reported marijuana use. 
And that kind of makes sense because essentially you're consuming particulate matter, plant material. It's getting into your lungs. It's getting into your bloodstream. And, you know, the blood vessels don't like the presence of smoke in the delicate interiors where the endothelium uh, lines the blood vessels. And uh, this this can be problematic. They say the latest research about cannabis use indicates that smoking and inhaling cannabis increases concentrations of carbon monoxide, tar from burned combustible matter, similar to the effects of inhaling a tobacco cigarette, both of which have been linked to heart muscle disease, chest pain, heart rhythm disturbances, heart attacks, and other serious conditions. So, you know, I got to say, you know, I am not a fan. Uh, and, you know, I have experience with this. You know, folks, I went to college in the 70s and marijuana was ubiquitous on campus. And I've been there, done that. And ultimately, when it comes to health, productivity, and uh, a, a healthy lifespan and health span, uh, chronic use of marijuana is not one of the things that I put at the top as an innocuous pastime. 877-726-8255, our number. You can call during the week to record a question. Uh, just check out drhoffman.com because it's a place where you can take advantage of everything Intelligent Medicine has to offer. You can follow our Intelligent Medicine podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can get new episodes downloaded to your device every weekday and also follow me on facebook and twitter for the latest health news subscribe to our newsletter intelligent medicine newsletter will offer you in-depth articles on the most relevant health stories check out drhoffman.com for everything related to intelligent medicine